Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. It's an unusual night. I wasn't going to be doing a podcast, but I am doing a podcast because I am about to be joined by the Billster. It has been weeks since we have spoken properly, and uh, we have managed to tie up together and get ourselves on a podcast. So we will be grabbing hold of the banterman Billy as soon as he joins us. I've told him seven o'clock prompt. I'm early. Let's see what time he joins. <laughs> I'm going also a little bit old school today in the sense I've gone back because I don't know. I haven't got a setup for it. my professional setup. Isn't quite professional enough to allow me callers um, to, to join in. So I need to learn that little bit. So uh, yeah, there's lots going on. Absolutely lots going on. But I've gone back to old Podbean. I've gone back to uh, the, the old way live Oh, here's Billster. Hey up, Billy. How's it going, my man? Check, check. One, two. A banter. And what? Hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what it is. It is. What? Can you hear me now? I can hear you, mate. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, mate. I had my mic in. So, uh, sorry, we'll start it again because I didn't hear the proper way that you introduced it. Welcome, Billy. Banter. <laughs> 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 How's it going, mate? Fuck, I haven't spoken in ages. We have not spoke in a very long time, mate. I know. And do you know what? I'm actually ashamed of myself. I know that the, and I will caveat straight away, that is not you. You have rung me the last three times. On my three times is my limit, so it is on me. Um, you've shunned me once. I'm allowing you to shun me twice again. And then, then it's on the even ground, mate. Raj, okay. I'm just, I'm just like laying, that. I'm just laying out there, mate. Good. I'm glad you're <laughs> telling everyone. The truth. It's just, uh, no. Do you know what, mate? It's just really, really. Oh, Nelly's on as well. Nelly's listening. He says I can hear both you fuckers. He is on board. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mate, it's so good to catch up for you, mate. So good to hear your voice. How you been? Uh, ups and downs, mate. Ups, ups and downs. Yeah. I don't like the fact that you've got downs in there and you haven't explained the downs in our little group. But go on. Okay. Uh, my dad died. Shit. <laughs> Didn't you? Mate, you, you, you must have known that. I swear on my children's life, I did not know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad died. He died um, two weeks ago now. You are fucking shit. How have I missed that? Don't know, mate. But uh, yeah, me old man died, mate. Fuck. Uh, okay, yeah. so that is on me. That is, mate. I'm fucking devastated. You've got genuinely listened, devastated, mate. I am so. Was it unexpected? Um. Well, is I don't know, mate. You know, he's not been very well. Yeah. For a long time, but uh, yeah, he, he fucking uh, he fucking died, mate. So, uh, so no wonder you've had fucking downs, mate. Well, mate, this is this is the thing. I, I, this is why I, I ain't been like engaging in the group or anything like that. Um, oh, mate, I, I swear that I don't know how I've missed that, mate. I genuinely don't know how I've missed that. Oh, don't worry about it, mate. It's not your fault. <coughs> no, I'm no, I'm speechless, mate. I'm fucking speechless. Um, how have you been? Yeah, actually, surprisingly, uh, surprisingly well. Feeling a, a lot of guilt, mate, because uh, I haven't, um, haven't really got really upset. You know, I haven't got ups like 
with my mum, you know what I was like with my mum, I was just absolutely yeah, 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 off for a month, mate. And this time, um, I'm kind of just, you know, just going, you know, I got upset the day that I got told. Yeah, uh, of course. Apart from that, mate, I've, I've kind of been all right. Which is well, which is, uh, you are, you, yeah. I don't, I, I don't agree with all right, mate. I really don't. You're probably just it's the way you're dealing with it, and it's um. And do you know what? I'm not gonna um. I'm not. I'm not trying to top Trump or anything like that. But there was a guy that I used to work with. His name was Eddie, and I was only young. I was. I was a young little whippersnapper. I was doing my mechanics apprenticeship, and um, th this guy lost his mum unexpectedly um, to cancer, literally to the point where they, she didn't know she had it. Um, he came in the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and he didn't. He didn't physically have, show any emotion until about a year later, mate. Right. And then all of a sudden he came in, and this is no word of a lie, mate, because he hadn't shown his emotion, he hadn't really sort of got out there and, and um, you know, fucking like dealt, not dealt with it, because that's the wrong word, but, but you know, it is dealing with it in a sense. Um, he, he literally, he, he walked into work and he walked off to the fuck, mate, and, and no one's ever seen him since. He, li he literally, he literally down, and I don't mean he's 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 done anything bad. He, I mean he's gone. He went. He lived abroad. He literally down tools and fucked off, mate, and just went. I don't want to do this. He literally fucking. I never. No one's ever like say they hear from him, obviously, because you know he is. But he, he's. Um, but that's how he dealt with it, mate. He just went fucking like just literally walked off a year later. Quit his job. Left his house. Everything. Wow. Yeah. And you know, it's I, I, I you've kind of, you've, you've kind of top trumped me. Not you, you cannot top trump, top trump me, but you've kind of like put me in a bit of a pickle because do you know what? I walked into a situation today, and um, I was chatting to this guy, and um, I was doing a, an, an asbestos review, and I was chatting to this really nice guy, Dave. His name is, and um, he was like, he'd been doing, he's been doing a lot of fitness. He's quite an old guy. Um, well, I say old guy. He's in his, he's in his sixties. And basically, um, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he, uh, sorry, a couple of months ago, he, um, he was stood there talking to his wife and right in front of him, his wife just died, dropped to the floor. F 15 minutes, he tried to resuscitate her. She came back twice um, and she, they, they got her to hospital. They brought her back round after an hour. Um, and basically she, she, they could get a pulse, but there was absolutely nothing. She basically starved her brain of oxygen. So there was completely nothing there. But and I sat there today and I was, oh, there was a guy here that um, unfortunately lost his wife, didn't he? I said, I, you know, I hope he's okay. And it, it was him. And then he literally was like, yeah, yeah, it was unexpected. And he, and he broke into, mate, he broke into tears. He was like sat there and it was really raw for him. And he said, I was talking to my wife, just asking her what we were having for tea. And, and he said, they'd done a post-mortem and everything. And, uh, you know, fucking nothing was wrong with her. Literally nothing wrong with her heart, nothing wrong with her. It's hereditary. And he let out that everybody in his family or her family from, from upwards, dad and everyone else, all within the same age bracket of, of a year, give or take, all just dropped down dead. Bloody hell. Yeah, mate. It's fucking bonkers, mate. And, and you know, I mean... <coughs> I don't know what to say about you, mate. I really don't. I'm fucking gutted. From I'm gutted that I've not been there for you as a friend. I, I genuinely am. I'm, that's that's that is going to affect me. Um, so you know, I think that's something I'm taking away from this. Uh, but most of all, really, I think I just want to make sure you're okay. I mean, I know you'll say you're you're okay, but you know, are you? I know is that is that the resemblance to the photo with your brother the other week then? Yeah, that was me, old man. That I put on. And that's why I said bit of bit of sweet today. 
Do you, and yeah. do you know what, mate? I, uh, I don't know whether it's my brain. It probably is where I've not really been paying attention myself. And I'm not using that as an excuse. But I saw that photo. And that's why I commented, mate. Lovely photo. Because I genuinely didn't look past. I just thought that was a really nice photo. Because we'd been talking a couple of months before about how, uh, when, I, when I went over, and um, how you wanted to see more of your brother. And I thought that was you seeing more of your brother. No, that's an old photo, mate. That's from a couple of years back. I said, fucking, I genuinely thought that was you going over. Mate, my fucking head, I'm, I've completely out the game here. I really am. Yeah, well. But, mate, if, honestly, don't even, don't even worry about it, mate. Honestly, don't even worry. No, I just, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things, mate, when you lose, you know me, I, I, I harp on absolutely about having the right people around you. And, and I, and I talk about that in my podcast and making sure, and I do feel like I failed there, mate. Uh, and, and I don't often fail. So, you know, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm absolutely going to make up to you. I'm, I really am. I think that's a really important thing for me to do. Um, but you know, it, it's one of those things, mate, that, um, I'm, I'm in shock. I really am. And, and I mean, how are you managing it? I mean, this is a prime example. This is what we talk about, ups and downs. We talk about the mental health and, you know, how are you dealing with it? What are you doing? Have you done anything? Or is there anything you're doing out of the norm? Anything that you're well, doing that you should be doing? You're not? I, I haven't really changed anything, mate, to be honest with you. I got a couple of days off work, went back right. uh, to see my brother and that. Um, yeah. But I haven't, I haven't felt the need to, mate. This is, this is, and this is the whole guilt We're thing. Just, I was chatting. Uh, I was chatting to the priest the other day, and I said, "Yeah, I feel quite guilty that, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not getting upset." And he was like, "Look, it's probably, you know, there's probably different reasons, but one of the facts might be the fact that you got so upset with your mum that you now sort of know how to deal with it, yeah. or you're expecting it." And you know, my old man's been ill for a long time, mate. So, yeah, I mean, may, maybe, um, you know, I, I know what you were like with your mum. It may be you don't want to get like that because you know how much that impacted everything around you. Uh, that maybe you, you're you're subconsciously not getting into that space because you don't want to, you know, uh, sort of wipe yourself out. You know, um, I absolutely, don't feel guilty for it. Please, please, you know, make sure you don't feel guilty. It's how you're dealing with it. But what I will say is, you know, make sure that you look out for the signs. The signs that we all talk about. Me and you, you you harp on about, you know, mental health the same as me we beat the drum uh for the nelster out there you know so it's looking out for those signs mate and if you start seeing that dip um you know then that, then that's when you need to to grab hold of it and, and make sure that we do the the things that we should be doing uh, and and look out for those signs definitely yeah yeah definitely man yeah i mean I, I how's, your, how's your brother taking it is he okay well, yeah, he's not handling it. I suppose he's not handling it as well as me, but he's, he's definitely handled it better than expected. So, right, it's uh, it's just a strange one, mate. It's a very, very strange really? one. But I mean, yeah. we can look at this as a celebration of life. I mean, you know, what sort of achievements has is your dad done? Anything you're massively proud of that you want to sort of share? Well, sorted me out, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, mate. You know exactly. And, and do you know what, mate? That's a massive thing. Then you know that's a that's a huge positive, mate. Looking at the the balance that you're where you are because of what he's done. You know, and that's like, I mean, I you know how much I I massively think about my dad. Um, 
you know, I, I absolutely, you know, I, I, I protect him unbelievably, you know, probably too much, you know. So um, I, I, I can sort of see he, I'm where I am because of him, and that's probably why I'm a little bit protective over him. But then at the same time, um, and I, and I don't know how, you know, I can nobody can ever sort of say, um, you know, how good their relationship is with their parents. But you know, I, I already know that there's elements of um, I'm not as close with my mum. Um, than I am with my dad and, and that's just the way I am you know so it's kind of uh, um, maybe that's the way that I would deal with it maybe I'll probably you just don't know do you it's one of those it's one of those things you you never know until it hit until it hits you does it mm-hmm. 100% mate it's, yeah it's definitely mate it's strange mate uh, but you know like I say my old man he's been sick for a long time so he was a carpenter by trade oh okay years and years and years you know um and of course, back in the day, you don't you don't wear any PPE, man. So no, you uh, don't. It's all the all the years and years of sawdust build up, breathing yes. it in. He got a, a thing called COPD, and yeah, COPD, yeah, COPD. Last few years, mate, he's just been like carrying around a, an oxygen tank. He's got to wear a mask all the time, just to help him breathe, mate. And then COVID come along, and. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, he's in a bad way already and he was absolutely petrified. He ended up being like a recluse in his house. Couldn't go anywhere because he was so worried. But, um, yeah, yeah. Mate, you know, I'll be honest with you. I know I know a lot of people say it when people pass away, but I genuinely believe he's in a better place now than what he was. Do you know what I mean? Because he just didn't have much of a life, man. He didn't want to leave the house because he was yeah, petrified. Yeah, and, and it was, um, I think it was about... F- Three, five, so it's five weeks ago. Um, uh, Z- you know, uh, my my wife Zoe, she, uh, her nan, so her mum's mum, uh, she passed away. Um, it was kind of the same, uh, and I know we do say that a lot of the time. It's the way we, I suppose, we deal with things. We say, oh, you know, they they were they didn't have a great call it a life. But again, um, you know, I spoke to Kim um, literally the next day after passed away, and. Um, she, I said, you know, how are you and all this? And she said, do you know what? I, I genuinely mean this. I'm, I'm in, a, I'm, I'm okay because she, she had an awful, awful life in the end. In the end, she, she, she lived on, a, on a chair, so to speak, in front of the sofa. She didn't get up. Every time she got up, she sort of fell and hurt herself. She had major breathing problems. Uh, and, and a similar rhetoric to you, there was a, an oxygen tank at the front door with about 20 meters of cable going around the house so she could go to the toilet. And, and in the end, you know, she, she was almost, she, you know, she was in the bedpan and all that sort of stuff. So it was a really, really good you know for, for her similar rhetoric really it was she's now safe comfortable she's not in pain because you know what it's like the older generation you never really show pain but she 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 didn't and even the doctors at the end were like i, d- I don't know how she is uh, still got a smile on her face how she's still got it because she must be in pure agony um and that was just again putting on the brave face don't you oh hard, yeah they're hardcore different generation mate i remember my my nan I remember she was going, oh, you know, my, and this is, I was real young. I was, I think I was 11 when my nan died. But I do remember her cutting about. And uh, my mum said, oh, you know, uh, yeah, be careful of, of your nan's arm. She's saying it's quite sore. She was cutting about for three weeks with a broken wrist, mate. You know what I mean? Absolutely no wow. drama. Still doing everything normal. And you're like, what the hell? So It's a different breed of generation, mate, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's like my, it's like my, because I, I remember seeing my granddad and, and I remember going up to seeing him, you know, in the depths of our growth. And um, 
and you could just see he'd had a he'd had a tough life you know he was in his 80s he'd had a tough life uh you know sort of like living in the i mean he was making uh he was a he's a, a like as what we use as a cnc machinist now you know it's all done computer but he did lathe work and everything and what his job was was to make the ammunition rounds for world war ii Wow. And that's what his—that's what his job was. So he used to sit in there. All those bullets that were, you know, that were being used, they were all being hand turned on a lathe, and he was hand turned. That was his job, um, you know. And you could see that when he, you know, I remember my dad telling him stories. He'd come home and literally the kids would fight over, um, you know, taking his shoes off because they wanted him to be comfortable because it was when the man was properly, you know. Uh, sort of put on a pedestal if you like um, but they earned that right because they were bloody hardcore and, and in the end um you know he passed away and believe it or not he passed away because he was bought he you know he, he literally said i've got what am i doing here you know it was almost as if to say i'm just plodding on for nothing you know um and but he'd lived an incredible life and he he, he ignored everything he went through cancer and everything and um you know similar thing with my gran and then you get down to my dad and i say to my dad you're in agony and you can see his knees swollen from his cancer treatment and stuff and you're like mate you fucking you should be in agony that your, your knees twice the size and he's like nah nah i'm, I'm just ignoring it. he's not he's, he's his face is white you know you can see he's in agony and then you get me i'm fucking throwing down co-codables like they're smarties i'm like what have you got i've got uh, i've got a paper cut <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Well, that's just, mate, it's, it's like nowadays, though, isn't it? Like you say, the older generation, they just, you know, ignore it, crack on and, and just, you know, hope for the best. Um, yeah. this, our generation now, it's like the minute something happens, oh, oh, you best get up the hospital. There's a claim there. Get on, the, quick, that, get there. There's a claim available there. And people are just, you know, do you know what? that's what it is. They want, they want a little bit of documentation to say, well, yeah, he has it himself. Sweet, claim, done. Yeah, and that's it. And, it. and it is literally like that now. It is literally like that. Everyone just after a bit of money, whereas in them days, you used to work for it. And it's almost like, you know, nowadays, you've got, a, a, I'm in health and safety, so I fucking know firsthand, you know, you offer the wrong advice or, you know, you don't pick something up that someone's hurt themselves. You're in the shit, you know, you're in the dock fucking explaining why you didn't foresee that fucking stupid clown doing what he's doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. So anyway... Yeah. Ups and downs, that's the downs, but you know, quite a lot of ups, if I'm honest with you, and that's probably why I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right, mate, because, um, well, we need to say, you know, we I'm, need to I'm, say and acknowledge a congratulations, don't we? Not sure, not sure what you mean, mate. Uh, enlighten um, me. no, 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 I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to, I think we need to, like I said, I mentioned it in my podcast. If you've been listening, you all know this motherfucker, this motherfucker, the Bantaman Billy, promoted. <laughs> well done, mate. I am fucking, honestly, mate, I am super proud of you. I said it on the day. I said it afterwards, mate. I, I, I knew you from, you know, when we first started chatting and how I even felt, you know, what the fuck's going on? You know, why haven't you pushed yourself yet? And, um, or why haven't you been pushed yet? Sorry. And, and, you know, you've taken on a challenge to get you there. And do you know what, what's it done, mate? It's paid off. Hard work pays off. Yeah, mate. And it's certainly, um, it's certainly not been the easiest of, of runs, no. you know, but, uh, yeah, but we're there now. We're but we're there. there. You've got a, and you've got a world of experience in in dealing with all sorts of um, different scenarios in your current role. Uh, and you know, do you know what you're doing? Have, have they have they told you you're off somewhere? 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm staying in my role for the minute, for a couple of months, and then I've, I'm moving into um, being uh, the operations guy. So, operations guy, mate. You're moving up the world. Oh, man. Tell me about it, buddy. <laughs> mate, I'm fucking super impressed, mate. What did, the, what did the missus say? Was she proud? Yeah, she was really, really chuffed, you know, because the, the drama was, of course, I found out when I was back home dealing with sorting out the old man's funeral yeah. and sure my brother yeah. is all right. So, you know, I, it was, there was a lot of people phoning me up saying, Hey mate, just want to say, uh, you know, congratulations, but also really sorry at the same time. Do you know what I mean? And it was, yeah. That, well, I, and do you know what? That's why even part of me is thinking fucking hell, you know, uh, vibing and ask, cause I was celebrating the shit out of it, mate. I was like, so happy for you. Um, yeah. you know, and, and to miss that, so, as, yeah. I, I suppose we you could look at it as a positive. You didn't know, you didn't know, mate. Don't, don't even, don't even sweat it, brother. No, no, it's just, uh, you know, uh, we'll look at it as a positive, mate, that uh, I was, I was shouting from the rooftops for you. Um, because I, I do, I do think if anybody deserved uh, a promotion, it was a hundred percent you, mate. I've met a lot of characters out there and, um, you know, a lot of the time, if your face fits or you're in the right place at the right time, it happens. But, you know, you've worked tirelessly, mate. And that just goes to show, I spoke in the podcast and I the other day, that must have resonated with you that, you know, hard work does pay off, mate. It really does. Uh, and, you know, listening to you, although, you know, you've got this um, crippling thing that's just happened in your life, um, you, you know, you're still remaining positive. You're still looking at the, the positive outlook. So, I mean, that just goes to show that hard work does pay off, mate. It really does. Mate, thanks, buddy. And you know what? There's, uh, this is genuine, man. There's always someone worse off than yourself. There always is, man. There always Of course is. there is, mate. So I don't you know. I, 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 yeah, and I think that's the way sometimes you've got to look at it is, um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things going on at the moment. And, um, you know, when, when you actually reflect quite a bit, which is, you know, which is what I actively do all the time. Every single day I constantly reflect so I can understand where I've gone wrong, where I've gone right. Um, but, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, you know, there is somebody worse off than you. I mean, you know, you could look around the world at the devastation everywhere at the moment, couldn't you? You know, with regards to, and I'm not talking about media, but I hope, uh, I, I hope, uh, what is it called? Ohio. That's the one, Ohio. Uh, and they had that, that drain, that train derailment and they've had the one in, um, Greece. that big thing. Yeah. The one that happened in Greece. And then they've had that mine that's collapsed. Um, I don't know where that one was. That was in some Turkey. In Turkey, that's it. Yeah, you know, so, and there's, you know, there's people out there that there is, um, you know, we can all say that, you know, it, it, there is people worse off, but it depends on, it's our personal opinion, we're human beings at the end of the day. Um, but if you, if you try to have that positive outlook, it does give you a little bit of a, a better for a better future, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does, mate. It certainly does. And speaking of a better future. Um, yes. So, you know that I... I'm very similar to you in the fact that I flick flack from hobby to hobby to hobby. And when I yes, get into it, uh, and I absolutely love it and I want to have the best kit and I go and just go Cigars mental. Cigars at the moment, isn't it? Oh, that's, yeah, that's uh, what uh, and, zip, and Zippo lighters and, and really expensive cigar cutters, mate. I've seen it all. <laughs> oh, I honestly, what am I bloody doing? These, I am really enjoying cigars at the minute. Right. <laughs> I don't know how, mate. I've never been able to. And I had one that was like, it was, it was a single thing I'd bought. And it was, I don't know what it was. I got it. Um, I got it in Afghan. It was, um, 
I don't know what it probably lined with opium, mate. <laughs> oh, um, but it was quite expensive. It was in the uh, it was in the um, the American side. I bought it in their shop and um, took it back with me as a little celebration. I tried it, mate, and I was like, "This is fucking horrendous. Why am I doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, mate. So I was exactly the same, exactly yeah. the same as you, and I was like, "A cigar is just a cigar, and I don't like the taste of cigars. That's it. Yeah. Done." Yeah, yeah. And it was only when I uh, I came here, started this this job and that, and a couple of lads said, uh, "Oh, we've got a we've got a cigar club. If you want to <laughs> cigar club, yeah, we've got a cigar club. If you want to be proposed to be a I member, love this. let I us." Love know. It. I said, "I said, well, yeah, put my name in the hat. Let the let the the club vote on me, and if I'm allowed in, I'll uh, I'll come and join you for one. But I'll tell you this now, lads, I don't fucking like cigars. Yeah, so I'll just I'll just sit there and vape if that's all right with you. And they went, well, yeah, sure. So anyway. I got accepted. I got accepted into this cigar club. Turned up to the cigar club meeting, and they said, and and one of the lads, one of my good friends, he said, uh, "I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to get into cigars and that. You said you don't like them, but why don't you try this one, right?" And he knew what he was doing, mate. He'd set me up with. Uh, he called it the taste of Christmas, and it was an, it was an infused cigar. Um, yeah. From I'm gonna oh what. I want to say Nicaragua, maybe. Um, yeah. Or somewhere like that. Anyway, it's what what in the cigar world it's called from the New World. So it's not a Cuban cigar. It's from a New World place. So that's you know all all over other places. And uh, anyway, it's an infused cigar. And a, and a, he showed me how to cut it and and how to light it properly and stuff like that. And then I put it on my lips and and. You know, showed me how to smoke it properly because, of course, you don't you don't smoke a cigar like you would a cigarette or. A, no, or a just you just take the flavour in off, don't you? And then, and then blow it out. You don't inhale it. Yeah, you don't inhale it, mate. Do and no. uh, and mate, it was it touched my lips, right? And it's uh, this. There's a thing on the end of the cigar um, called the, the cap, right? But right. these cigars had a sweet cap, double sweet cap. So basically, they've just like soaked this uh, tobacco leaf on the end, the cap, in like a sweetener. Or a sugar flavor, right. whatever it is, and mate. So you're licking your lips after each bloody time it touches your lips. This infused yeah. tobacco leaves were just absolutely. You weren't wrong. Like the taste of Christmas, there was like these lovely Christmassy spices and you know oh, ginger, cinnamon, cinnamon. Yeah, a little bit, a bit of pepper, some sweetness, some chocolate there, some coffee. Oh. It was all going on, mate. And I was like, This what? sounds like a delight. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I thought a cigar was a cigar. And he said, yeah, well, he said, you know, just see how you get on with this. And I did, mate, and I got on really, really well with it. So I think it was about two days later, I was down the cigar shop, um, you know, speaking to the guy in there. Hey, mate, uh, any chance you can recommend some cigars? Uh, I've tried this one, really like it. And he went, yeah, yeah, he said, try this. Man, I'm walking out of the shop, 75 quid, you know, worse off. Um, Of course, cigars have to be kept in a, a bloody humidor. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what a humidor is, it's just like a, basically a box, a container that um, keeps the humidity and the temperature correct so that your cigar doesn't dry out um, or get too moist, etc. So, uh, so of course, Mate. I had to smoke them cigars really quick because I didn't have a, a humidor and they'll go too dry in a few days. Um, but, yeah, mate, so ever since I've just been, you know, really getting into it and, fi- and figuring out what I like and what I want from a cigar... Uh, and it's just lovely, uh, really, really lovely to just. So, for instance, now I'm in I'm in the garage now with the uh, you know sat in my chair. I've got a cigar on the go, 
uh, talking to you. And I do this, you know, maybe once or twice a week, sitting here, listen to the radio or listen to a podcast, listen to an audio book, chilling out, mate. And this is my zen. This is my zen time. Now you know. Now you know what the clock and balls is like for me, mate. That's what is. That's what I do. Come in right. here for a couple of hours. Do a, do a podcast. You know, just chill out. Listen to this some music. Yeah. Even sometimes I've sat in here with no music, mate. I've literally just, I've flung the door open and I've just looked up at the freezing cold clear sky and just sat there, just literally in, in inhaling nature. Nice, nice. So I mean, if you, I, I take it you've got a humidifier or what? Uh, what is it called? A humidor. Humidor, yeah, yeah. So, well, have you got one now? I didn't until um, yesterday. So, what I had was um, you ever heard of a pelly case? Yep. Yeah. So, I had a hardened pelly case, airtight seal with a little humid humidity pack in there. And I, oh yeah, I only got a few cigars, but I was keeping it in there. That was my sort of like my my humidor that I had for a while. Um, And then, of course. as with every hobby I get, I need to have like you know something decent, I like to show off. So I contacted this guy who's selling one, um, and it turned up yesterday. Big old, massive hundred keeps hundred cigars in it, and I thought, right, oh, yeah, I love that. So I bought it, and it turned up yesterday, gleaming. Put all my cigars in there, you know, didn't fill it at all, didn't even fill half of it. And um, at the moment, it's not holding its bloody humidity. So you need to be about sort of like I, I like to have mine about six, well, about seventy percent, right? So if it's one yeah. under or one over, no dramas. But it was sitting at fucking fifty, fifty-eight. It was last night. It went up to sixty-two, but yet again, it's still a bit too dry for a cigar. So I've had to take them out of that, put it back into the the other ones, and hope hope that. So I have put a big humidity pack in in the new humidor to hopefully. Yeah in it again because he did say it was in use but maybe he hadn't used it for a while and it's just dried out and the wood's sucking in all the moisture um, so hopefully it'll just get a couple of days and that'll be back to normal holding its humidity so I can put the cigars in there and display them how I'd like to how I like to you know yeah mate yeah I love it you so so is this your new hobby is this what you were saying you've bounced into this or are you talking like you've done other things because you were you've obviously you know you're scuba you're scuba Steve you're shotgun Steve yeah. Uh, now you cigar, Steve. <laughs> I think my hobby is actually collecting hobbies, mate. That's uh, I think that, mate. I can, you know me. I can relate. I do the same. It's mental, isn't it? I, I don't know how I do. You know, because people literally come up to me now and go, "What is it? What, what is it this week? What are you doing this week?" And I'm like, "Uh, oh, I've I've started doing this, or I'm doing that." Do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to look. But I tell you what has dropped off the radar, mate, massively, and I'm really feeling the effects of it. Is the old. Um, yeah. Doing a bit of you know a bit of physical activity, mate. I'm kind of not doing it. Just not doing it, mate. Mate, I have I I have done exactly the same. I I think Kieran. I spoke to Kieran about four weeks ago. It was not. I've spoke to him since, but um, you know, we were talking about this, and and in the back of my head, I'm absolutely wanting to go. I'm like there. I'm like yes, you need to go. Sorry, in the front of my head, I'm like there. Yeah, the but in the back of my, head, I am not doing anything. The only reason I'm not like pounding on weight is because my, my wife's doing Slimming World. Um, so she's, but she's actively, she goes to the things where she gets weigh in and all that to try and see, sort of yeah. keep her on point. But she's been making my meals for me. Or uh, so 
literally or designing the meals and then I make them as per her, how you're supposed to make them. Or we've been buying the Slimming World packs, mate. And that's all I've been eating. So the only reason I haven't, I'm not a fucking complete balloon is because I've been purely healthy eating. And the only time I feel shit, really shit, is, is on a Friday and a Saturday when she doesn't control it, I control myself and I'm a fucking animal. <laughs> well, mate, well, we, we, we all do better when we do things as a team, man. You know what I mean? And if you and your, and your missus is... Uh, you know, you're both working as a team with this Slimming World thing. You're encouraging her. She's encouraging you. Well, uh, subconsciously well, she is. She's making your meals and that. Then, you know, it's all good, brother. It's all good. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's she's actually, she does go above and beyond. I mean, to the point where literally I'll go in and I'll be like, she's like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, I'm just going to grab a, a, a fucking chocolate bar. She's like, no. She's like, have a green tea or have some fucking carrot sticks. And you know what it's like. And I'm sat there going, Urgh. she says, I'm only helping you. And in the back of my head then, I'm going, she's right, mate. You're not fucking moving. You're not doing any fucking press-ups. You bought a press-up board. I tried to do that. Did that for a week and was like, fuck that. I'm going to have to get trying it back. And then I was walking three times a day, talked myself into that, going, you're going to be just going to do a, a two-mile walk every morning. Did that for a week, fucking chinned off. Then I see fucking old Nelster. He's walking fucking 50, 500 miles a day. He's doing now fuck me um and, and i'm like embarrassing mate seeing nelson's accomplishments mate the way he's just fucking cutting about you're just, you're just walking across the fucking world you know what i mean if that if that guy created electricity by his footsteps we, we wouldn't ever need any bloody any power stations anymore do you know what i mean nelson would just be powering the whole world. exactly i mean if he was jesus mate he'd be part in the fucking sea Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then electrifying it with his power, mate. He's doing fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> Just literally, when I see him in the morning, he's like, right, I'm going out for a walk. And I'm sat there going, yeah, well fucking done, mate. Well fucking done. And I'm like sat there going, on my chair, looking down at this this little pop belly. I say little because I'm trying to fucking make myself feel good. I'm looking down at pop belly, these little boobies, and I'm going, what the fuck are you doing, James? And Nelson's oh. like that. Fucking speed demon. Like, come on, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's discipline for you, mate. And, you know, if, uh, when was it? Probably probably about a month ago now, maybe, maybe a little bit more. I literally sat at my desk and I went, right, you don't do stuff unless you have lists and tasks and stuff. So yeah. I wrote down on this bit of a luminous pink paper. I said, right, one, get in, um, put the put the sad lamp on, yep. two, make a cough, put the coffee percolator on. Three, drink some water. Four, eat breakfast. Five, um, oh, what was five? It was uh, mindfulness. Five minutes. Five minutes, mate. Mindfulness, five minutes. Six, go home, have lunch, and make sure you eat. And then it was like, you know, there was a couple of other things, right? That was my list. And all I had to do was just follow that fucking list. Yeah. I make the coffee. That's all I fucking do. <laughs> I don't have the five minutes mindfulness. I don't fucking eat lunch. I skip lunch. I don't have the breakfast because I was having, I was on the, the Huel when I was on the Huel shakes. Yeah, yeah. I even brought the Huel into work. So I, all I need to do is either add water or milk. It, I've got the shaker. It's there. I just have to put it in there and, and, make, and it gets to sort of like lunchtime and I go, oh, I haven't had any breakfast yet, but I'm going to go home now and have some lunch. I get home, don't have any lunch. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's just, oh, fucking hell, mate. Yeah. Got to get a grip of my life. Have you, have you, uh, what's your sleep like, mate? Um, right, so, 
it, I mean, do you cat nap? I mean, like, if I was going to give it specifics, do you do you like an afternoon nap? Or are you one of these ones that doesn't really, it's really hard to get to sleep, you find it restless, you know, you, do you snore? Those, que those questions, do you hit any of those barriers? Oh, so for as long as I can remember, people have always commented on the amount that I sleep. Like, I, I fucking yeah. sleep a lot, right? Um, yeah. And maybe in the last sort of like fucking, I don't know, maybe 10 years, I'd say, I can't watch a fucking film um, or, or or be in a horizontal position. So I can't lay down on the couch without falling asleep. Right? Yeah. I can't sit in the cinema. Well, I can't. Maybe out of the last 10 films I've seen, I've probably managed to stay awake in the cinema for about three of them. Yeah. Four, right. Um, but at night time, because I haven't eaten breakfast, I haven't eaten lunch, I get back from work, I probably have my dinner about half six, maybe seven o'clock. That's my first meal of the day, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I fucking, I go to bed. And I then I fucking lay there, mate, going, I am starving. I'm starving. And I think about all the things that I can eat in the fucking house. Yeah. Can't get to sleep until I've sort of like satisfied that urge. And I'll go downstairs. And of course, being at fucking midnight or one o'clock in the morning, I ain't making a meal. I'm not making a salad. I'm going for the block no. of cheese. Or the, or the, It'll be the, the peanut butter. Yeah. Or, or, or toast. <laughs> I'm fucking crap, mate. The middle of the middle of the fucking night, and then and then I'll finally sort of like go upstairs, get back to bed, and I might wake up another time in the night, mate. You know, to because I'm hungry or something again. Um, but yeah, I mean, sleep isn't too bad. That's kind of like the norm for me, but it's not the norm for everyone else. So people out there will probably be going, "What the hell? What are you doing, yeah, mate?" Well, I so. I obviously, you know, I went, I went down the, uh, I went down the professional route to to try and get the diagnosis. Yeah. Um, because I was, I was hitting those. Like I said, I, I lose, I lose, um, I lose concentration. You know, I've got fucking thousands of emails unread in my personal email box. The ones I can't deal with. You know, I, I've, I, loads of things have been going on. I've, I had a real deep conversation with my mum and dad, sort of saying, "What was I like as a child?" And they were like, "You know, I, I almost put my fucking dad in hospital um, because he, I never slept. I was just a fucking bouncing fucking looney tune." Um, it, I actually, he, he was ready to get administered to hospital because he was exhausted. And um, anyway, so I went down the route, got professionally diagnosed. Obviously, I, if I, I don't know if I told you that the diagnosis, if you go professional, doesn't count through the NHS. And um, so you have to pay a, a fortune monthly for your subscription. So I've been going down the NHS route, which has taken me the best part of six months. Um, and I'm finally getting to the point where the NHS are. I'm just, I'm literally, I, was, I spoke to a psychiatrist yesterday uh, and the ball is rolling now. It's taken me six months, which is fast, really. But I've been on the system for the last fucking 10 years. So, um, and my doctor is absolutely fucking incredible. Uh, I will give a massive shout out to Dr. K from Hardcore Medical Center. He's a fucking legend. Um, and he pushed me through. But maybe it's something you need to look at, mate. I don't know. What, I'm asleep? No, so if you've got, the, you've got all these traits, you've got all these different things, all these little things, maybe it is down the, the ADHD route. Maybe it is ADHD or maybe it is something to do with that. Maybe it's the reason why you're all fucking bouncing from you know, task to task and trying to constantly chase the high. I spoke about it all the time, man. Maybe that's something you, you, that you've got going on. You, you know what, mate? You might be right. You might be absolutely right. Um, but 
I've got to be honest with you, mate. It's fun. It's fun learning all these new hobbies. Yeah, am... And do you know what, mate? That's that's part of the reason why I've not pushed, um, you know, pushed the, the doctor. And I did, I spoke to him and uh, he spoke to me last week. Um, and I said to him, the, the one thing I've enjoyed since I've been utilizing it properly, um, the, the amount of learning that I've done has been fucking exceptional. Um, and, and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I've done this, this, this. I showed him the list of the shit I've done in the last two years alone. And he was like, wow, mate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just constantly bounce around from jobs. I mean, I, I'm looking at fucking jobs. I, every year I seem to be fucking looking for jobs, mate. I'm like, I, I've done this job for a year now. I'm bored. I'm going to fucking move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be good in bloody Alan Sugar's boardroom, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You'd nail every single task because they'd be like, okay, right. You've got 10 people in your team. You'd go, don't need them. Don't need them. That's, Literally, that's sack them. Anchors, in, my, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, my opinion is they're fucking shit. Let yeah. me get on. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you turn around to all of them and go, you're fired. And Alan Sugar goes, yeah. no, that's my job, mate. And you go, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, Alan Sugar, you're fucking fired. <laughs> Literally spin it on him. You're fucking fired. You're doing a shit job. (laughs) The thing is, is like the the only reason I, and then the reason I actually went down the the route was because to be honest, I was, it is fun, but there is a, there is a, unfortunately there is a negative to this. And and the negative was often is, um, you know, you, 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 I'm not massively affectionate until I really need to be. And um, also like I do, I do ostracize myself a lot. I do stay away from a lot of people. Um, you know, and that does affect family, that does affect relationships, and that's the reason why sometimes there is that negative aspect, isn't there, to to things like these conditions, you know? There is um right, so apart from the apart from the so the the sleeping thing and the and the eating thing, right? I know how to nip that. Because for that yep. period, uh, October to December, I remember when I went on we went on the big health kick, didn't we? And I was getting yep. up in the morning, I was having my shake. I'd get home at lunch, I'd have a shake, I'd get home from uh, work, I'd, I'd have a lovely healthy dinner, mate, absolutely no dramas, right, absolutely no dramas, I was eating well, I was, I had energy, I was cutting about doing some great stuff, right, so I know how to combat that, I just, I'm just too yeah. fucking lazy to, or I forget, I just forget to eat in the morning, right, Yeah. so I know how to combat that, but there is one severe drama that i'm having at the minute and if there's any listeners out there that can really help me on this one apart from uh, what we all say i need to live by by what i practice what i preach um apart from going to the doctors which i'm kind of going mm, is it really a thing is it really a thing 100 percent, mate i am um i'm addicted to my phone i am fucking addicted to my phone mate and yeah is, but what is, yeah but what are you addicted to though I, I just what aspect of it? I can't put it down, mate. I can't fucking put yeah, but it down. What are you doing on your phone? I'm texting. I'm WhatsApping. I'm looking on eBay. I'm looking on um, shopping websites. I'm on Facebook. I'm on social media. Um, if I'm watching the telly and I see something and, and, and you know, and I'm going, oh, what's that? What have they been in before? And I'll have to Google it. Um, if, I, if I'm thinking about something and I don't know the answer, I'll Google it. I, I am just always always on that phone um, you know ebay's a big one i'm just I, I don't ever buy anything i just look for stuff and compare prices so do you know what you're doing mate you're fixating on things because you know either you're trying to compensate for um you know 
something else you're trying to avoid a situation but if you're genuinely not trying to avoid a situation it is the norm mate in the sense that the unfortunate thing with a mobile phone is it gives you especially if you're like myself and like you uh you know where we, we do thrive on new things what does a mobile phone give you what i'm i'm addicted to things like tiktok because i can watch a multitude of different shit at the flick of a finger i can go onto ebay and look at different shit i can go onto etsy and find different shit there's all these apps that just literally scream at you provide you with a colorful text porn exactly nelly fucking porn mate at, at your at your palm for the other palm it's kind of like all in so it's, it's so easy to get fixated and do you know what the only thing and, and i can relate to this so what i did a month ago because I was doing the same. I was sat on my phone. And even when I looked around the house, mate, everyone was on their fucking phone. What I consciously do now is I leave my phone in, in an opposite place for a period of time. So I'll say to myself, you know, right, for one hour, I'm not going to touch that phone. And it is pretty fucking hard work. I'm not going to lie, mate. That first time I did it, I'm, and it sounds like a fucking, like, what's going on here, mate? You crazy twat. Just put your phone down. No. Just fucking put your phone down. And that's all yeah, well and good. Can't. But I can't, mate. It, no. I genuinely can't. It, it, it's just, you know, I'm charging my phone like two or three times a day, mate, because I am on it that much. Yeah. You, you, you've got, you, you have got that addiction. What you need to do is you need to, like with any addiction, and, and it's, it's no different. They are saying now that it, it's even like if you look at your thumb, if you look at your pinky on your, what, what, how do you hold your phone predominantly? In what hand? Uh, hang on. Let me think. Uh, oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Uh, right hand. Right hand. Okay, right. So feel your right hand on the inside of your pinky. Is there a notch? I'm looking at it now. Uh, no, feel along it. Like rub along it. And does it feel like there's a dip in your finger? Mm, not really. Right. It may, be, it may be is how you hold your phone. But I hold my phone in my left hand, right? And I put my left pinky under the iPhone. I have my three fingers on the side and my thumb on the other side. And that's how I hold my phone. I've been holding my phone that much that when you rub on the inside of my finger, my left hand pinky finger, there is an indent exactly where the iPhone sits. Mate, I've just picked up my phone and, and, and gone into the, the way I hold my phone, right? And you're yep. absolutely right. So what I do is I, I put the side of my pinky underneath yep. the phone. And I've just looked, yep. mate. You're right. There's a bloody indent there. There's, a, there's an indent, mate. They're saying this is evolution in front of us is what they're saying. We're all so used to holding our phone. And I, when I saw this, I saw this about, it was about a month ago. And I felt my finger and I went, there is a noticeable dent in my finger compared to my other finger. I actually got fucking worried. And they say, they're saying now that a lot of people in their 50s, 60s are going to have severe arthritis in their hands in our generation because we're not used to this we haven't evolved we haven't grown up with it whereas a lot of kids now when they're supple and young they, they're doing this from the day dot really aren't they because their mobile phones is a part of everyone's life but if you're our age mate and you feel inside that finger now where you hold your finger and wait how you hold your phone and also if you hold your your hand in that position without the phone you can just feel how much pain that is in your hand it's not it's not sore now it's not sore it's no, but sore, you will do. Like, I mean, if you held it like for an hour in that position, you put your phone down. You're like, oh fuck, my hand is in stretching out. 
you're, oh, mate, you're starting getting... I'm laying in bloody bed, right? I'm laying yeah. in bed with the phone. You know, you, you hold, I'll hold it with both hands when I've, I've got it in, in bed. But it's... Uh, and, my, and my left arm goes numb where I've been holding my arm in the air yeah. for that much, yeah. that long. <laughs> and how many times do you need dropped on your fucking face? <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how, you know, it's it's kind of scary a little bit because there's been a couple of times where I've... I've gone, you know, I'm doing something on the phone, and the next thing, the phone smacks me in the head where I've fallen asleep. Yeah, that's that's what I do. And and all the time, my missus look at me and she'll go, you need to go to sleep, because I've nearly taken myself out with a brick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you nearly broke your nose. Yeah, but, but, mate, that's fucking evolution. Like, genuinely, that's what scared me, was when I felt the inside of my thumb, and I went, and you can even bend it, I can even bend. It's bad, that bad. I can push my finger because it's gone weak in that little the ligaments there. I can push it so it bends upwards. It's more flexible than the other finger. Than, and it's, it's after the joint. It's crazy, mate. Well, and, and this and therein lies the thing is I know it's a real thing because, uh, because you know, my missus is on at me all the time. Get off your fucking phone. Get off your phone. Get off your phone all the time, right? So I said to her the other, the other day, I literally, I said, I genuinely think I have got a problem. She said, I know you have. I've told you this so many times. You <laughs> yeah. need to do something about it. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to buy a lockbox. And when I come in, I'll put it in the lockbox. But I can't. I was going to suggest the lockbox. I can't buy the lockbox, mate. It ain't going to do anything because I'll, I'll, I can't. At, the, at this moment in time, I can't just put it down. I can't just put my phone down and go, yeah, that's fine. Because I always have my phone on silent. I never have ever got a ringtone on, right? Um, I always have it on silent anyway. And that's probably where it comes it comes in because the, the ringtones annoy me for a start because yeah. it comes up with every fucking Facebook message, anything like that. Bing, ding, it scares the shit out of me though. Yeah, but I have it on silent, right? So I'm constantly looking just to see if someone's messaged me. Now look again, someone's messaged me. I even said to my wife the other day, I said, I've just looked at my emails 17 fucking times. I haven't had any emails, but I've scrolled through just, and, and my brain's telling me, you might you might have missed something. You might have missed something there, mate. So have another look. And it's like, what the mate. fuck are you doing? I said, um, she said, she's definitely got a problem. So I looked on the internet. Of course I did. Got my phone yeah. out. Didn't yeah. work. It on your, on your phone? On your yeah. phone? <laughs> I've got a problem with my phone. Yeah, I said mo mobile phone addiction, and it is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, and and they give you some advice and stuff like that. But but the thing is, I, I really need to kind of go, maybe go and see a specialist or or contact a specialist. But I am sitting there going, as if as if you need to go to a doctor and go in there in that office and sit down with a straight face and go, I'm addicted to my phone. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's not affecting my work. Um, because I'm, I can, I'm pretty good at multitasking. You know, I'm typing away whilst you know I'll have a quick check on the phone, or or I'm chatting away. But but it is, it is kind of affecting um, friendships and relationships because I'm, I'm not a hundred percent focused on that person because I'm looking at my phone or I'm scrolling through something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and do you know what, mate? That's where it becomes a. And I've met people. I've sat with people in 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 conversations and, and I, I cast my mind back to a, a few years back and um, I, we were sat around with, uh, I used to work with a person called Laura and she used to have a friend, I can't remember her name, Viv was her friend. And um, she came around and she was basically, she, I think she was, she was predominantly single most of the time. And um, we were just sat there chatting away and she would try and have a conversation with you whilst on her phone. 
and you were sat there going like you're not paying attention to me and she she wouldn't even look up she would literally be like yeah 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 and then she'd rattle something off and you were just like you're not with me you're doing something completely and utterly different and it's almost i mean you could take it as rude <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah my, my friend said to me uh it wasn't the phone funny enough it was uh, was it yesterday yeah yesterday in work he was in my office um and he's talking to me and he's actively telling me this fucking story right and i should have been listening to him looking at him what have you but i'm 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 started typing out a fucking email right so i'm responding to something and he goes right. and he stopped and he said i'm sorry look if you're busy i can go and i felt so bad i went fuck up mate i'm really sorry i said i've just seen this email and i, I just it's a, it's a quick win for me in my brain if i quickly respond to it because i know the answer to to what this person was asking uh, and he went well look if you're busy i'll just go and i was like mate i I want you to be here. You're, you know, we're having a conversation, and he was like, mm, "Yeah, but you're you're typing away," and I was like, "Fuck!" So I just, you know, control delete, fucking locked my screen, and I went, "Sorry, mate, I'm being fucking rude." So um, yeah, mate, I just get, I'm just going flick flack phones to fucking computers and. But to offer you a little bit of um, a little bit of an insight, first off, I know you say it's it's great learning, and 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 you're using the you know your mental state to learn loads of stuff, but. What you have described there is pretty much almost similar to what I was describing to the psychiatrist. And he was like, you know, fucking, you are showing signs of um, ADHD in terms of th those things. And, and we'll, we'll look at more in, over the sessions. And it, that was what I was concerned about was literally, I was on a review today. It was that bad. I was on a review today and all I wanted to do was I saw an email in my in, on my computer come through and it was about something that happened yesterday and it didn't need an urgent response. But again, like you said, it was a quick win and I went to go and I want, uh, I spent the, the next 45 minutes fixated on just wanting to get this meeting over with so I could get that email done. And I yeah. shouldn't be like that. There's no reason why it wasn't going anywhere. It was just like a quick, yay. Um, and like you said, you know, it's one of those things, but what you did do, and I will, I need to sort of probably promote this to you is you made an active decision and you turned around and said, although he got to the point where, you know, you, you made it feel a bit awkward, you consciously said, switch off and you switched off, you logged off and you gave him the concentration. What you need to actively do is that you need to actively concentrate on, I think you've already acknowledged you've got the problem. That's the first sign of any addiction. And I, you know, I, I know we can talk about heroin and drugs and all that and drink and all the, those stuff, but they're all, it's an addiction, gambling in an addiction. It causes major problems. You know, it might be great for the person who's gambling and he has his ups and downs, but for everyone around him, those downs normally mean loss of homes and fucking crippling debt. So it is a case of you've addressed it. You've, you, you want to get the help. What you need to do now is absolutely plow along with that and make sure that if you're, if you, if you actively go sit there and go, I'm on my phone again, put it down. And it's almost like training a fucking dog, mate. You'll, you'll yeah. give yourself, you, you need to give that acknowledgement, put it down. Even if it's just for 10 minutes and you grab it again, you've subconsciously put it down. And then what happens is, do you remember what I say in all my podcasts, mate, a learned habit. And you need to get to the point where that's a learned habit that you put that down and you give your missus the attention, you give the colleagues the attention, whoever it is, you give them that attention. If you just sit there and keep bumbling your way through, as in like, I know this is rude, but I really want to do this and I know it's bad, that means you're listening to the fucking devil on your shoulder and not the fucking angel, if you're going to put it in something that's possibly relatable. 
Uh, uh, do you know what, mate? I think you're 100% right. And maybe, I'm not saying I am totally agreeing with you, but maybe that ADHD thing, you're onto something there. Because I've just, I'm, I'm thinking now, as you're, as you're talking, yet again, fucking multitasking, I'm going, yeah. right, when, when do I not, when do I not have my phone? And it's like, okay, so when I'm shooting, I make an active, uh, I make an active uh, decision to always keep, to never ever, the minute I get to a shooting ground, I never look at my phone because someone told me, uh, a, a, a sports um, sports vision consultant told me, if you look at your phone, your, your, your eyes are going to be trained on looking at a small bit of text at, at close range and it'll be doing that right. But when you're shooting, especially in a competition environment, you are looking at a, a target that's fucking floating across the sky, you know, 40 yards, 50 yards out, going at fucking whatever, 50 mile an hour. It's a totally different vision conception for your brain. It takes a while for your eyes to adjust. So I never, ever get my phone out there. So it's I've got to be doing something. When I am... So when I was skiing the other week, absolutely never got my phone out during the day, just at a lunchtime when I was sat there, got it out just to quickly check something. So I have to be doing something. But that doesn't include yeah, fucking tech or anything like because I've we- fucking got it on but then what do you do once you as soon as you can finish the shooting what do you do you get your phone out straight away yeah so you what you're doing is all right you're you know you're giving yourself that focus for a, a brief period of time but you need to acknowledge the fact that as soon as that gun's away, and that's because a, a, a professional has told you you're going to be shit at fucking shooting, Billy, if you're on your phone. You're, the competitive person in you would say, I don't want to be shit. I want to win. And we know you want to win because you always wanted that prestigious award. We all do. Um, and then, But as soon as you finish that and you put that gun away, first thing you do is on your phone. And you go, I've been here today or I've been there. Or before you go in, I'm checking in and I'm like, I'm here. Do you know what I mean? So it's, um, you know, it's it's kind of like making sure that when you, yeah, and, and as Nelly's just put there, there's, there is fuck all wrong with being on your phone. Yeah, you, you do you. I, I No, I wholeheartedly agree. But it's when it affects other things that we need to look at. And it's okay sitting on your phone, but if you're in a relationship or your child wants you or a colleague wants you, you're not giving them the full attention, the full focus that they need. Uh, and that's kind of why we try to balance it out a little bit, I think. Yeah. Totally agree with you. You know, and I I think I just think it's worth something pursuing, mate. I think it's worth like possibly, you know, having a look at, you know, it might be something that would remove that frustration. And do you know what I will say is, um, you know, before you, because I know what you'll do before we finish and wrap up, um, I know you'll go straight on and go, oh, what are the symptoms? And and you will, you, I guarantee you're like me, the fucking symptoms will hit you. And then I got told I would wait two years for the NHS and I went, fuck that, I'm going to spend 600 fucking pounds and I'm going to uh, pay for it to go pri- privately. Um, and then I got the diagnosis I wanted and then they were saying, well, it's 140 pound a month for your meds. And I'm like, what? Um, and then, but then when I looked at the, I looked at the, the plus side so it was okay going down that route and doing all that work but then the plus side is you're a lot more focused because you've still got the energy you've still got the capacity you've still got everything except you're not it stops you from bouncing from one thing to the other and you actually learn to concentrate and this is what i'm excited about you actually learn to concentrate on something and enjoy that whereas at the moment you're like me you get into something brilliant done it learn it number one fucking done lock that away next thing 
you know, and that's the problem. I, I do that very much. So, you know, I'll, I'll give myself a goal, like I said to you before, you know, wakeboarding. I want to do a backflip. Now, I learned how to do a backflip in the first fucking year. Boom, job done. Sold my kit. Never done it since. And I love that fucking sport. It's hard, mate, isn't it? It's hard going. It is. And that's why sometimes you've got to look at yourself inwardly. You've got to kind of reflect, um, you know, look at what advice is out there. And, you know, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what Nelly says there about your phone. I, I, do, I do get that. You know, yeah, it's your life. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, it's just making sure that you don't, you don't hyper focus on something and just and get fixated, you know, and it's, it's making sure that you don't miss those really important things or even those little things that happen in life, you know, it's, they can, they can wish you by if you're sat there for hours. Yeah. Well, I think that the, so when I looked at it the other day, I think it's called, oh, what's it called? There's, there's that thing in there called FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Yeah. FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, I think it's called NOMO or something like that. NOMO. And it's the 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 the, the oh, no mobile. Or oh, I can't remember that what it was actually about. But I, I said to my wife the other day, uh, we went somewhere, and she just went off for a little bit, and then I was sat there. But I instantly got my phone out, and I was just scrolling through stuff. And um, you know, I couldn't just sit there. Had to get my phone out. And at the end of it, she she come back and she says, "I bet you just sat on your phone, didn't you?" I went, "Yeah." She went, "What was the point?" I said, "Well, I'll tell you." Something that I've learned, <laughs> and I, I gave, I started spilling off this information that I'd learned, and I, I tell you what, I'm going to share it with you actually because it might be pertinent to you actually. Yeah. You know, um, you ever tried to learn another language? I tried to learn Pashto, mate, when I was in Afghan. <laughs> well, there's a big company called Rosetta Stone. You ever heard of that? I know Rosetta Stone. That's who I learned from. Okay, right. So, what, what do you, where do you think they got the name from? I don't know. So I always thought that Rosetta Stone was a person. I thought that was the founder. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know why. I just thought it was, I don't know, some woman called Rosetta. I um, thought it was. Yeah. Well, it's not, mate. Right. So, ha And this, and I thought this is a great fact. So, um, Napoleon, I think it was Napoleon, um, yeah. was cutting about in Egypt. Right. Yeah. Uh, 1790-something, uh, I think. Uh, he was cutting about in Egypt, doing a bit of exploring, and he'd come across this big boulder, right? And on the boulder were three different uh, inscriptions in different languages. First one was Egyptian hieroglyphs. The second yep. one, was, I think it was... Um, oh, what's the Jewish one? Oh, um... Oh, God, what is it? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, though, don't you? I know what you're talking about. Right. Oh, I can't remember what the Jewish one is. Uh, oh, I had it in my head the other day. And anyway, the third one was Greek. Yeah. Right? Now, up until that time, nobody had been able to decipher Egyptian hieroglyphs and uh, and read it or understand what any of it meant. They just thought it was just pictures, right? But because of this big boulder that they found, that they, they they already knew Greek. Greek was Greek was like world renowned, um, and they kind of knew what the Jewish stuff was as well. Um, oh, I feel really ignorant now. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, ultimately, the hieroglyphs. And what it was was back in whenever it was, someone in Egypt had learnt all these three languages and written Hebrew. the same. 
Hebrew, that's it. Hebrew. And written, You're bugging same, me. Sorry, go on. Same thing three times, which enabled people to work out what the Egyptian hieroglyphs meant uh, and, and, right. decipher, and uh, decipher into whatever language they want. And that big boulder was the Rosetta Stone. Ah. So the Rosetta Stone helped decipher languages that you don't know. Hence well, there you fucking go. Name, yeah. And I honestly, I was like, that's fucking awesome. So you um, top trumped my fact about you can't fl you can't flex your dingling without squeezing your butthole. <laughs> I, I laughed at that the other day. I laughed. I did laugh at that. I bet you fucking tried it, though. <laughs> I instantly tried it. I know you and did. I still try and do it now. I'm like, I'm going to fucking beat this. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you say you can't clench your butt cheeks without clenching your butthole? No, you can't flex your dingling, so your dick. All right. Without without clenching your butthole. All right. Okay. So so uh, so you know this when I when I get up in the morning, I go and do my business. But I I put let's say there's a, like the lads have left messages and that. I just press play and it will plays them all. But I put it on the top of the shower whilst I'm in the shower listening. So I can't always hear exactly what's said. But I remember listening to your potty the other day, and I, yeah. I thought you, said you can't clench your clench your butt cheeks without clenching your arsehole. So I was in the shower and I went, just tried to have a little clench of the butt cheeks there, and I went, oh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't you can't do that either. So it's a double it's a double win, mate. That's a woman's yeah. thing and then a man's thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Nelster's in as well, by the way. He joined in. He, he's he's clicked the invite. He's been patiently waiting to come on and give his opinion. I think I've uh, I've been sat here for three minutes and thirty three seconds listening to half a story about Rosetta Stone and Rosetta Stone and then a, a cock story about bum cheeks and and Willie. So. Hey, you're um, on the gentleman's talk, mate. That's what I'm on the gentleman's the gentleman's talk. <laughs> Exactly that. I, the, the reason I rang in quickly is, is just to just to clarify or give or give a bit of meaning to what I meant about there's nothing wrong with you being on your phone. You do you in it. So basically, everyone's on their phone. Like I'm really bad for it, and I don't see. I don't think I've got a problem. I just like using my phone. Like if there's fuck all else to do, then I'm going to use my phone. If I, if if not, then obviously I, I can't use my phone whilst I'm cleaning the car or mowing. In fact, I can fucking use my phone while I'm cleaning the car because I'm listening to some shit on my phone or even if I'm mowing the lawn I'm listening to some shit What do you mean some phone, shit? So... You listen to the gentleman's talk mate <laughs> Well they're only an hour long so you can't listen to it all day every day but uh, I'll listen oh, to sorry, other mate. I'll, I'll, I'll do better one out of ten Do longer ones Do longer ones <laughs> Do longer ones but, uh, I just, I just didn't want Billy to think that he was weird or abnormal by being on his phone all the time or the fact that his missus fucking gives him shit about it because even though my mate, is on he's weird and abnormal anyway. Phone. He knows that. <laughs> I know, but don't, don't let him feel that. Don't let him feel that about the phone thing. Like loads of other stuff, Billy. You're oh no, 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 no. That's that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I really don't. Like you say, we get a lot out of our phones nowadays. I just think it's like you know, just put it into it, just making sure that you don't miss out on things and you don't miss out on quality time conversations. Like you said, you know, the women notice it massively, don't they? Women will sit on their phone for fucking like ten hours a day. And then they'll come home. You might just pick it up, and they'll be like, "Get off your fucking phone!" You're like, "What?" Exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. Well, this is the thing. So, look, like, I am, I am genuinely like missing out on lots of stuff because I'm, I'm on my fucking phone, and I, and I get it, man. You know, I'm sat there and I'm going, "What the? Why are you on your? Why are you on your fucking phone? Why are you on your?" And I just, I, I don't even understand why I'm on my phone. I'm not, I'm not gaining anything. You know what I mean? It's not every day that I find out about Rosetta Stone. Um, no, 
I'm just I'm just looking at crap. I just don't get it. And it's you know, and I can see why it pisses my missus off. Because I'm not I'm not hundred percent there. I'm not hundred percent in the room. I'm halfway on fucking eBay, halfway on Amazon, halfway on fucking YouTube. Uh, do you know what I mean? And it, whereas we should be having spending quality time together. Now, don't get me wrong. I am pretty good at like um, multitasking. So, for instance, or, or or concentrating. So, if we're watching a TV program, right? Um, she'll go get off your fucking phone because you don't know what's going on. And I'll go. I'll tell you exactly what's going on. And I'll and I'll really often she'll go, oh. So you are paying attention. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not really. I mean, I just have this little knack that I can watch a program and be on my phone and have my mind somewhere else and still yeah. taking all the information. But it, it just must be. It is. I know it's so annoying for her. It's so annoying for her. Yeah, and, and do you know yeah. what, mate? I got I got the same. I get the same complaints, and it is and, and exactly the same thing. I will even put the movie on, thinking the movie will be good, and then I'll be ten minutes in, and I'll be like on my phone, She's like, "What are you doing? You're not watching this, are you?" And I'll be like, "So she'll just go and fuck it, then switch off, and I'm going to read a book." And and I get it, I do get it, but um, you know, maybe try something like a little bit of um, you know, having that one day without it. So you know, you know how you've incorporated your, uh, you know, your your two days uh, of tranquility in the garage with your cigars um you know maybe maybe have one night where you don't you maybe leave the phone in the room do you know what i mean uh in, in the garage nobody's gonna be fucking nobody's gonna be sort of absolutely worried about a, a fucking email are they <laughs> what if you miss a really important email <laughs> you might do that's what my brain's telling me yeah fuck it mate you, you at the end of the day, your free time is your free time. And if it, yeah, you're in a relationship, and I get that. And if it's a problem, then you should discuss it. And and that is the, the, like, the sensible way of doing it. But you shouldn't be made to feel bad because of what you're doing, man. You do you. Do you everyone else fucking does what they want to do when they want to do it. Why exactly, can't I do mate. what I want to do when I want to do it, mate? Exactly. Well said, Nelly. Fucking well said that, mate. Well said. It's double standards, mate. It's double standards, and everyone else does whatever they want to do. And, and I don't bat an eyelid because I don't care because it's what they want to do. But like... And, and to be fair, I walk around with fucking earbuds in 24 so I go to bed with earbuds in, I wake up with fucking earbuds. Well, I wake up trying to find the earbuds when I went to bed with the earbuds in. And, um, <laughs> and, but that, that's, I'm still having my life. I'm still, I go to work with my earbuds in, I come home with my earbuds in. I talk to them, I have dinner when the, the kids, the kids come down, they've all got their fucking earbuds in, man. they're watching their programs while they're having, having their dinner. And, and I appreciate, I get what you're saying, Billy, that yeah, you are maybe missing out on some conversations and stuff. Actually, if that's what you want to be doing, then fucking who's to judge, mate? Yeah, and also I'm you could also myself. look at it. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. But you know, make sure that the conversation's worth putting your phone down for. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> In it, bruv. In it, make it interesting. Are you, are you talk? Are you discussing about how you're going to blow me off? If not, then I'm listening to this, mate. I'm listening to this, yeah. what's going on on this. <laughs> You're are not we talking tell me reach around? You're going on me tonight. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> are, are we talking reach arounds, or do you want to talk about the fucking mortgage payment? Maybe paying an extra fifty quid a month so that it takes one year and two days less. Fucking, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Do it, yeah, do that. But let's. I'm watching this fucking podcast, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that. Spend the extra fifty fucking pound. When's me blog's job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time's the blow? At what point are you not going to look at me? At what time are you not going to look at me like I'm a sex pest? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Nelly, you've, you've literally dragged the tone right down here. <laughs> As always, bruv. As Dr. always. Nelster has entered the building. 
literally wiped us out, mate. Nice civilized conversation. Nelly's in. Boom. Let's all do well, drugs and drink and fuck shit up. <laughs> and do you know what? If that's what you want to be doing in your spare time, and you're not upsetting anyone else. And and if it is upsetting someone else, then absolutely. And like if it's genuine, like if we're watching a film and stuff, probably yeah. Don't get your phone out and whatnot. But you shouldn't be made to feel bad for doing it. That's my point. Well said, mate. Well said. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's gone like... Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I'm just, think, I'm just thinking, and I'm going, is Nelster's advice the best, or is mine? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got to live with me. You haven't got to live with me, but... Yeah, I, I, I was going to say... I'm not... <laughs> Carry on. I, I must say, though, a lot of the time, she goes... Get off, get off your fucking phone, get off your phone, right? And, and I look at, 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 if I wasn't on my phone, what what would I be doing? We'd be sat there yeah. in silence anyway. We're sat there in silence yeah. watching the telly. It's not as if we're having yeah. a lovely conversation and I pull out the phone and go, sorry, stop talking, I'm, I'm going, I'm on my phone now. It's like when we're not talking, that's when I'm on my phone and it's like, oh, well, we wouldn't be talking anyway. So what difference does it make if I'm on my phone or not? See, see, my point, Why? Billy, is that at, at that point, you've decided not to use your phone, uh, to use your phone. She's decided not to use her phone. So how does that then become the time that you shouldn't use your phone? Fuck off. Just, what, how, how does that even nearly make sense? Unless you've like made, said, like, so we're going to do something and we'll watch this film, whatever. And you have some kind of prearranged fucking rules about what you can and can't do in the, in the fucking advert breaks or whatever. It just, it drive, these double standards drive me. I, I, my missus does has done the same to me in the past where she's sitting on her phone telling me not to be on my phone. What do you mean? You're on your phone, mate. You're on your phone. <laughs> like, and, literally, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Kai's over there on his phone and fucking Holly just walked past on her phone. So what makes me the, the fourth citizen in this house? Well, I, I can't use it because you said so. So, yeah, yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't mention it anymore. She, she, she just sees if I've got two earphones in or one, I think. I think that's what she's looking for. <laughs> Are you half listening to me or not at all? Yeah. <laughs> Can you actually hear me? Is there a chance that what I'm saying is fucking, is even, and, and do you know what? There is, a, there is an issue with, with trying to do that multitasking thing. And I found that out a couple of times this week, actually, to be fair, is that when you don't listen properly, you might miss some important information that could well get you an uncomfortable conversation a bit later on about, well, we did talk about it. And I remember talking about it. I just didn't fucking listen. I just didn't listen to the dates or who I should have done what with or if that makes sense. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it can cause some issues. Naughty, naughty boy. Well, that is what naughty it is, isn't it, mate? I've got, my own, I've got my own shit going on. Mate. I'm thinking about rude stuff and dinner tomorrow and she's probably thinking about mortgages and I don't know what they think about. I've, I've given up trying to, trying to guess. No, it's not <laughs> it's not fucking blowjobs i'll tell you that for free real life stories here mate real life stories <laughs> no it's all good but i it just it just resonated with me a little bit that you you felt bad about doing something which every other motherfucker's doing everyone's doing it everyone's on their phone far too much yeah fair one fair one but you know i i, I do i do acknowledge that i am on there too much mate like like it's yeah. honestly mate it is i know what you're saying Nelster. it's it's you know be, do what you want to do sort of thing but but i am genuinely like a bit worried it's, it's too much yeah it's it's too much mate like the minute I'll, I'll, the minute so when we get off this podcast right i'll then i'm doing it now go yeah. in and i'll just sit there on my phone now bear in mind i've just you know i'm sat here looking at the fucking phone for for the last hour 
I'll get in and I'll be on my phone because I'm like, I wonder what knowledge I've missed out on the last hour that I can <laughs> now. None, mate, because you've been on the gentleman's talk fucking learning. <laughs> <laughs> how is it you can, where, where is it where you can like see how long you've been on what? There's like a bit on the phone, isn't there? There's a, there's yeah, a thing yeah. on my list. It's called a watch. And uh, we started at seven. So I know that we've been on for over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> a watch. <laughs> no, you bellend. I'm talking about on your old oh, screen no. <laughs> time. That's it. That's no. If you go into settings on your phone, I think it's under general or something like that, and it's um and it does. It tells you. Uh, it, I think it breaks it down into how many, how long you've been on on each app. Each app, yeah, yeah, it does. I just don't. Yeah, my children so, are so, and I don't know how to use it. Yeah, so it's um, there is one. I did look at it, and it tells you on the app. It's it basically says like you've been on Facebook for in the last week for like an hour, and that you, that that probably might be a really good tool for you, Bilster, to look mm -hmm. at what apps you're on and just curb down the apps you may. You know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what? Well, I did come. I came off of Facebook for a while because I was very yet again conscious. This was well, it might have been about two years, year or two years ago. I was conscious, and I went fucking hell. You just spend all your time on Facebook scrolling through shitty fucking videos. That's why I'm not on TikTok, by the way, mate. Because I, I know I'll just spend time on there. But it's I'm not I, on TikTok I Instagram. I, I do Instagram. I fucking scrolling through the fucking videos. Blah 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 blah. So I came off Facebook for a while, and that was all right. But then I realised. The fucking world communicates through fucking Facebook, man. Do you know what I mean? You, you, they do. You don't, you don't speak to your fucking friends if you don't see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fucking weird, man. You need this social media to interact in the real world as well. Mate, and I, do you know what? I told you, I, well, I spoke about this, don't we? We spoke about this before. And I spoke at the start saying how social media is like, it's the devil's work when you're sad and when you're really low, it can be horrendous, you know, take a break from it. Um, but but unfortunately, it's the way we do communicate now. We don't. I, I wouldn't send you a photo like, "Oh, Bill Stubb in at golf today," or whatever, or Nelly. You would see it on Facebook, and you're like, "Oh, James has been at golf today," and then I see you've been shooting, and Nelly's been out for his walks or whatever. You know, you see all these things. You don't physically send them to each other. That's what social media is there for. It just. I think as long as you've got the right people on there, you're surrounded by the right people. That's the bit, the advice we could give out. Yeah, yeah, it's them people that. Oh, right. So this is actually a topic I wanted to bring up. Right. So first one is them people that they are looking for the sympathy vote. So they check yeah. into the hospital, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. checked into the hospital, feeling sad or yeah. something like that. Like, you fucker. Now you're going to, everyone going, everything all right. Hope you're all right. Hope you feel better. Blah, 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 blah. The other one, right, the social media that fucks me off, right, is where the, <laughs> when the fuck did we start watching people watching videos so they split the screen and there's yeah, a <laughs> reaction videos isn't it left, and then there's a picture of some there's a video of some geezer just watching <laughs> the video and he's like nodding his head or something like that and he's reacting and going yeah and you're like and then he points at the fucking screen and you're like what the fuck when did we want to watch you watching the fucking video you mong <laughs> and that's what i mean mong. and you see and he looks down he's got millions of views yeah you're like you're like how who the fuck yeah. is interested in this shit? And then you stop watching it. <laughs> Guy reacts to whatever video, but I've already seen the video. I don't need to now see the video split screen in smaller with a fucking a, a random guy who I couldn't give a fuck about reaction to the fucking see, video. See, for me, sometimes when I watch a video, I genuinely do think, do you know what? 
I wonder if some guy in Texas, I wonder what he thinks about this song. Yeah. Someone in a tractor, maybe. Someone in a tractor might be a good idea. I wonder what he thinks, because I've, I've got my opinion. I'm like, no, I won't video myself, because that that make me look like a cunt. Um, I'll just, I'll just do <laughs> <laughs> I'll, wa I'll watch somebody else look like a cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Right, Jen, on that note, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to shoot because um, yes, got back well, to shopping. I'll put it away. Firstly, um, I just want to say uh, thank you very much, and Nelly, thank you for welcome, uh, welcome as well, and thank you for joining us, uh, Bilster. Thank you um, for today. I really appreciate the the, the, the catch up, um, and also just like a, a massive apologies and my condolences as well. Um, I really, I've dropped the ball there. I'll make sure I, I don't. I know it's not a big deal. You saying it's not a big deal It is to me, um, and that's a. And on that point, I want to finish with like that's why we look after each other, and that's why we need to be a conscious, make a conscious effort with our friends. Um, you know it's really really important so uh yeah thank you gentlemen and i'll let you finish up as well big love boys oh a man of little words nelster just, just <laughs> big love you take it lemon squeezy have a really good week in it yeah man you too <laughs> normally he finishes up with a whoop, 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 whoop. i thought I'd, i thought i'd dumb it down a bit for the gentleman's talk nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Bill's well, I feel a lot better, mate, after this convo because I was really conscious that we hadn't spoke for so long, and it it genuinely is. It has been months, mate. We hadn't spoke. It has. I know. So I feel, I feel and, and I've I've dropped yeah. the bollock there, mate, really, really badly. And um, you know, I, I don't know. I've you're not the first person, mate. You're not, you're, and you know, and but I do hope that I'll be the last. I'm a little bit humbled uh, by the by the start of this podcast, if I'm brutally honest. Um, you know, just because. You know, even the the little comment. I know that you know you didn't know about it, and, and I genuinely, I hand on heart, didn't, mate. And uh, you know, that's a really poor poor effort from me. Um, I'm, I should be there for you, and you know, vice versa. You are always there for me, so I will make a conscious effort. And um, I really, one thing I will say is thank you. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's cheered you up coming on here. It really has me as well. Um, so that's that's amazing, that's amazing, mate. Cheers, dude. Right, I'm signing off. Peace out, brothers. Peace out. Take care. Salah.